SAFM Sports Wrap. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to another edition of SFM Sports Rep. Delighted to be with you as we talk sport to the top of the hour. Indeed, we're going to be talking a little bit of cricket and we'll be talking a little bit of football as well. As uh, both Supersport United and Mamelodi Sundowns, the Twani teams advanced in their continental competition. We'll catch up with representatives from both teams and we'll be talking Sunfoil Series cricket. It is the penultimate round of matches that finished this past weekend. And we've got uh, Cobra's young star Zubair Hamza is going to join us on the show. That's it. Starting off with your sports News in some cricket news, fast bowler Kajiso Rabada will learn the result of his appeal against a ban for the remaining two tests against Australia within 48 hours following a hearing today. The hearing via teleconference with Judicial Commissioner Michael Heron of New Zealand lasted for over five hours. Cricket South Africa, though, says the International Cricket Council will announce the outcome by Wednesday, the day before the start of the third test against Australia. The series currently 1-1. Meanwhile, West Indies beat Zimbabwe by four wickets in their ICC World Cup qualifiers Super Sixers match. Football news, the South African Football Association has announced that the red card shown to Golden Arrows defender Limikani Mzava has been rescinded on the basis of mistaken identity. Referee Tabo Nzanzega wrote to Safa to concede his error in cautioning Mzava for a second time rather than Mzwandile Butelezi, subsequently sending the former off during Arrows' 2-1 EPSA Premiership defeat to Orlando Pirates on Saturday. Meanwhile, Bafana Bafana coach Stuart Baxter has confirmed that Orlando Pirates assistant coach Rulani Mukwena will not be joining the team on their upcoming camp. Bafana is set to depart for Ndola, Zambia tomorrow morning to take part in a Four Nations tournament, which includes the host nation along with Zimbabwe and Angola this week. Baxter last week revealed that Mugwena had been invited to uh, take part in the national camp as part of a program that will empower uh, up-and-coming South African coaches, but the Buccaneers have since turned down the request to release their sought-after tactician during this international break. But Vestwitz is Gavin Hunt and Lithuan Olamajora, though, have bagged the ABSA Premiership uh, Coach and Player of the Month awards for February, respectively, while Kaiser Chiefs striker Leonardo Castro won Goal of the Month award for January for his goal on debut against Barocca FC. Same with football, Gavin Hunt has confirmed that Budvestwitz have parted ways with Egyptian Amir Gamal. The striker joined the Clever Boys on a year-long loan at the start of the season from Egyptian giants Al-Ali, but Hunt confirmed Gamal will be making a move to Finland, where he's recently been linked with a move to HJK Helsinki. Rugby news, I can tell you that scrum half Ross Cronier is set to miss the Lions' trip to Argentina to face the Jaguares after picking up a rib injury in their victory over the Sunwolves at the weekend. The Lions confirmed that Cronier, Jacobi Aronso, who sprained his ankle and Andres Ferreira, who has a lower back spasm, will all sit out the trip. Uh, meanwhile, today's Varsity Cup matches, uh, having just kicked off, Shimla is taking on uh, NMMU Madibas, Wits are taking on NWU Pucker. Seven tonight, it is the University of Pretoria who are uh, hosting uh, the University of Johannesburg. I can tell you that it's just finished between the Ikees and CUT Ischias. It is Ikees who have won by 30 points to 23. Further afield, Scotland's last gasp 29-27 win over Italy and Rome was enough to lift them above the spring box into fifth place on the official World Rugby rankings. And uh, tennis news for you. South Africa's Kevin Anderson moved back up to his career-best equaling eighth place on the official ATP rankings uh, following his run to the quarterfinals of last week's Indian Wells Masters. Roger Federer remains world's top-ranked player. And finally, Manuel Fumic and Enrique Avancini won the 110-kilometre first stage of the Cape Epic this afternoon. That's your sports news. SAFM Sports Wrap. SAFM South Africa's news and information leader. Well, let's talk cricket now. And uh, the Titans, Cape Cobras, uh, a couple of sides that remaining with a chance of winning the Sunfoil Series, found themselves playing to a very exciting and high-scoring draw in Paul over the weekend in what was the penultimate match of the Sunfoil Series for both these sides. And a man who's had a phenomenal Sunfoil Series and a man who really looks like a star of the future is the young Cobras batsman Zubair Hamzan. Delighted to say he's on the line from the Mother City. Zubair, thanks for joining us. Uh, good evening to you. Good evening, Dan. How are you doing? 
Uh, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I mean, you've had a really good season so far, although the, the wind didn't come yesterday. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, the season, fortunately, has been going my way. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, we couldn't uh, get another win this past weekend. Yeah, what was it? I mean, you, it was uh, that unbeaten 109 that was, I think it's your ninth career ton. You scored uh, so beautifully against the Dolphins. You you helped set up that victory and, and gave the Cobras a chance of a Sunfoil Series title with that uh, match-winning performance in your match before this uh, Titans game. But double figures in all your matches in 2018. I mean, you, you really look like you're in a bit of a, a purple patch. Yes, I'm just uh, riding the wave. Um, can't complain, and I'm just going to take it while I can. Um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to uh, turn a few of those double figures into big scores, but mm. uh, yeah, I'll take them when I can get them. Eh? Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because the conversion rate is uh, is is not the best around. But but yeah. but and you're showing signs of class, and it was evident as well when you were called up to uh, to play in the SAA game. But I'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, what actually happened with the uh, the final day? Because it looked like the Titans enjoyed uh, the better of the final day. What was it? Seven Cobras wickets for just 67 runs at one point. Yes, I think uh, we ended up playing on a typical uh, Boland Park wicket, which was quite uh, slow and uh, lacked a bit of bounce. Um, so it was pretty placid and it was tough to uh, take wickets when Batman uh, were really looking to score runs. And uh, we tried to make a play for it at the beginning of the fourth day. And as you can see, we lost seven, uh, seven wickets in the session. And yeah. I'm not going to ask you why you missed out on uh, on the scores because, because you've been looking so good. <laughs> but uh, but look, I mean, you, you, you have been uh, get, getting those runs. Um, you talk about not pushing on. How does it feel, though, to have bagged another century as recently as the, the Dolphins match after after so many consistent innings littered with several 50s but but no centuries? Uh, it was massive for me um, in terms of self-confidence to uh, kind of uh, transfer the, the pressure off of myself and actually make it count for once, especially uh, contributing a fair amount to, towards the victory and our first for the season. Um and more importantly, yeah, it was the back end of the of the competition where uh, wins really do count, and you're not really playing for low position anymore, but more to uh, win the game and to carry a place at the top of the table. Yeah, it's an interesting scoring system this uh, this some for a series because what it does do is it rewards attacking teams that make more runs, that do it more quickly, uh, teams that take uh, more wickets at any given point. So, it, what it does do is it leaves five teams in with a chance of winning the Sunfoil Series in the final round of matches. And you're one of those five teams, currently second overall. But it's really tight. How do you explain a season in which the team that is top of the table has only won two of their nine matches? Barring the the good wickets that we've played on the season, I think um, at the beginning of the season we spoke and lastly estimated that we'd need around five or six wins to win the competition this season. Wow. And, yeah, it's, it's completely changed the outlook of the, com- of the season. And, yeah, we are we are without really expecting um, us to be in the position that we are in. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I mean, you look at that table, and uh, I, I'm blown over every time I look at the table and I see the, the, there's a team that has not won a match that has a chance of winning the Sunfoil Series. <laughs> In the last round <laughs> yes, of matches, indeed. and and that's just that's just that biggest belief for me. Yeah, I think it's quite bizarre, but also uh, uh, leaves it for an exciting last uh, week of the season. I think.
Well, look, what it does do is it leaves you playing bottom-placed uh, Lions. But in the context of the season, the fact that Lions are bottom-placed doesn't really mean much. But uh, I suppose an impressive performance and a bigger win will earn you more points than the Warriors, even if they do uh, win their, uh, their their last match. What is the aim from uh, the Cobras' uh, point of view? I think um, with it being the last week, it's all to play for. Um, it's going to be attacking and positive cricket. And um, it will leave teams looking for, for wins and, and doing a desperate things to win the game. So it could make for an entertaining last week. And um, yeah, the Cobras are setting out to win the game. Um, and not really uh, focus on the rest of the teams in the competition. Can I ask you about the format of the uh, the competition as well? Uh, obviously, there's uh, there's an opportunity for teams to build up momentum at any given point, and then you get a week's break, and then you only play uh, sort of in a fortnight beyond the start of your your, your previous match at any given point. Uh, these last two weeks are being played back back to back, but does that sort of short break interfere with any momentum? I mean, you you had this between the Dolphins game where you made that wonderful unbeaten century, for example, uh, before coming into the match against the short form Kings, the Titans. Yes, it could um, have kind of slowed down the, the momentum that we had. Um, but we didn't really focus on it too much. Uh, we trained all the throughout the break. And uh, we set our sights to be quite clear to win the game against the Titans. And unfortunately, the the situation and the nature of the wicket that we played on, along with the two disciplined sides playing against each other, didn't really leave for, um, for any of the two sides to get into good positions to win the game. Yeah, despite that uh, that seven wicket haul in a in a session that uh, that we early spoke about. Uh, Zubair, on a, on a, a slightly separate note here, I mean, you you did uh, play for South Africa A against Australia in that uh, tour match in Benoni before the Australian series started. You you made some decent runs against that Australian attack of Hazelwood and Cummins and Stark and even uh, Mitchell Marsh. who was looking pretty good in that tour match as well. But yeah. just how good is that bowling attack? And and the thing I want to ask you here is, can Anyone adequately prepare for Mitchell Stark's reverse swing? Um, fortunately, uh, I don't think I've had long enough <laughs> to face much of his reverse swing. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it was a really good experience um, playing, especially being able to face one of the best uh, face attacks in the world. I think after our, our face attack. But um, yeah, I think anyone adequately prepared to, to play against uh, play against them and at that level, I think it's more of a mental thing um, and kind of having a lot of self belief to just enjoy yourself out there. Um, there was a lot of uh, well, uh, a lot of talk before the game um, and I tried to do my best to block that out and just enjoy the experience. Unfortunately, uh, it resulted in me learning a lot, um, albeit that I didn't score a big runs against him. Well, it's uh, it's all right. At least you uh, you had your name in the hat, and certainly uh, I think a few people have sat up and uh, taken notes. And certainly to represent uh, your country at any uh, opportunity is, is shown that you've shown some class uh, along the way. But I mean, are you feeling are you feeling confident about your own game at the moment? Are you feeling like you are? Uh, I mean, you spoke about riding the wave, but are you feeling like you are in uh, some really good form, or, or are you, you somebody who's constantly working on on various aspects of your batting, desperately trying to improve? Yes, um, I would say the latter. Um, definitely always trying to offer a few things. Not, not big things, but it might be small things mentally or just trying to unlock certain uh, ways of dismissal that I usually go out in. And um, yeah, I'm fortunate enough to have a, a coaching uh, staff that, that has uh, been able to help me. Like, I like uh, Ashok and uh, 
Yeah, when you think about it, somebody like Ashwell Prince, uh, and I suppose there are many that forget. Ashwell Prince is one of the few South Africans who actually has his name on the honours board at Lords. I mean, even the greats like yes. Jacques Cullis don't even have their name on the honours board at Lords. But uh, Ashwell Prince is among those. Do you, do you hope some of that that greatness rubs off on you at at any given time? You try to pick his brain at every juncture. Uh, definitely, I think there's a lot of senior guys in the club who set up and also uh, try to look towards uh, for answers and just kind of listen to their stories and try and gain experience from that. Um, but he also, but the, the camp as it stands also allows all of the younger players to kind of get groomed into the, the player that they would be, um, that they want to be, and it allows you to kind of express yourself in that manner. So it's, it's a good camp to be in at the moment, and uh, yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Well, uh, you certainly look like you've been enjoying yourself. Well, Zubair Hamza, just 22 years old, I think you've got a fine uh, c- career ahead of you. Thanks for your time this evening, and certainly best of luck uh, come Thursday through to, uh, the weekend against the Lions. Uh, good luck in this final Sunfoil Series match. Thanks very much. SAFM Sports Wrap. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Just to remind you, though, in terms of the uh, the Sunfoil Series, the Cape Cobras, they're currently second. They face bottom of the table, Highfoot Lions, uh, at Senvis Park. But for them to win, which they can do, the Warriors either need to draw Lees and Durban, but even if the Warriors do win, the Cobras can still overtake them with a, a big win of their own, considering that just over a point separates the top two teams, but five teams still have a mathematical chance of claiming the Sunfoil Series title. So it's going to be a, a thrilling climax to the series. That's it. Let's talk football now. 13 minutes to play in their CAF Confederation Cup second leg against Pedro de Luanda. And Supersport United, they're trailing 1-0 on aggregate, but two goals in five minutes from Tabo Mnyamane saw United advance. And I'm delighted to say we've got the goal-scoring hero, Tabo Mnyamane, on the line. Tabo, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Um, good evening to all your listeners and good evening to you, Joy. Oh, it's great to chat to you again. A very tense finale to that match, but uh, two quick goals for you settled everybody's nerves. But man, with 30 minutes to play, how did you feel? Um, we've been probing the whole game. Um, I think we hit uh, the crossbar before that. We had a couple of shots in there, but then we were not getting it right. But eventually, we managed to you know, secure the first goal to make it a draw, and then we managed to clinch um, the, winning, the winning goal um, the last Diamond, that's just the game. Yeah, I mean, that's the point, though, is sometimes in those games when, when you get so close without the reward, you tend to feel that luck is against you on the day or that something is just not quite going your way. But I got the sense from the way you played in those closing minutes that you always believed something would come. Well, um, we had to believe because um, we, love, uh, we, we, we serve a loving God. And uh, um, half time, we, we knew that we were on top of him. We were just unlucky to concede a goal, but then uh, we knew that uh, this is our game to win and we wanted to qualify to the next round of um, the cap because it's important to us as a team. Yeah, indeed. Also, off to the playoff stages for you now. Yes, yeah, so off to the playoff stages now. Um, you know, we're looking forward to it and we know that um, once we get in there to the group stages, um, we're going to make sure that we go all the way and we win it this time. Well, that's the thing, I suppose, because uh, I, I know you're going to be taking it one match at a time throughout the campaign, but ultimately the aim would be, I imagine, to win after after last year's runners-up finish. Yeah, we need to rectify um, certain mistakes because so we managed to get to the final 
last um, last season. So we believe that uh, we're capable enough to get to the final and time, make sure that uh, we come up victorious. Can I just ask you, Tabo, on a, on a, on a slightly separate note? Obviously, Gaetano Tembo in, in, in charge. He's been with the club for a number of years, uh, certainly as a player and as a coach. And he's somebody who I know, uh, I spoke to him after Stuart Baxter's tenure, and he spoke about how much he'd learned under, under Stuart Baxter. Um, but how is the team settling following Eric Tinkler's departure and Gaetano Tembo taking over in that head coaching role? Um, obviously, it's a huge adjustment, um, losing uh, you know, our coach, um, Eric. But then you know football has no um, guarantee. So, but as a team, we adjusting very well, and we you know we settling very well, and we just need to um, focus because we're not in a good space on the log on the league. So for us, we can't dwell too much on what's happening outside, but we need to focus on getting points and making sure that um, we we finish on a high. Yeah, at the moment, what are you, uh, I think, 14th place overall, but you're only three points off ninth place at the moment, and you've still got six matches to play in your in your league campaign. But how, how important is a top eight finish in the league this season for Supersport United, considering the start of this campaign? Um, obviously, it's very important because uh, we are the defending champions, so we need to finish top eight so we can defend uh, our cup. So we need to, you know, um, make sure that this um, few games remaining, we collect um, maximum points. And if we put an effort and we keep 100% on each and every game, I believe that um, we'll finish up top, top eight. But then for now, the most important thing is to get the necessary three points and then uh, get another three points. Then, you know, we're about to say from you know, the relegation battle. And take it from there. Then you can focus on a top eight finish, um, top top six, top seven finish. Tabo, if you if you were to finish in the top eight in the league, and you look back at the season where, in amongst that season, you still made the final of the CAF Confederation Cup, a continental final for the first time in the club's history. Uh, didn't do yourselves, um, uh, you know, you certainly made yourselves proud. Flew the South African flag high, and of course, you won the MTN eight to start the domestic campaign. Uh, would you look back at the season and say, okay, maybe not the best season, and maybe we didn't, you know, finish quite where we would have liked in the league? But would you say overall that you would still take the season? I believe so because um, we managed to get to two finals, and uh, prior that we were the champions of NetBank. So it's obviously a huge adjustment um, losing Stewart and now losing Eric. But then if we finish top eight, which we will, I believe. We'll look back and, you know, put ourselves at the back and say, look, yeah, we showed character. We're in a difficult space with injuries. We lost bread. Um, we lost um, we lost certain players like Doug. We lost certain players like um, Jeremy. And so I believe this season was a test of character for Supersport. And finishing top eight will just um, be good enough for, for, for a season like this. Yeah, Tabo, speaking of injuries, I mean, you missed uh, a lot of the first part of the season owing to, to injury as well. So for you to come back and, and you know, uh, I suppose the goal against Sundowns would have been an important step for you. And then scoring two uh, against Petro de Luanda. How, how are you feeling about your own game now since returning from, from a significant injury of your own? Um, uh, I won't lie. There's still a bit of, you know, stiffness and there's still a bit of um, niggles. But then... Um, at the moment, I can't focus on that. I need to make sure um, the team um, does well. So for me, right now, the team comes first. 
And yeah, it's been a, I wanna, it's been a tough season for me personally um, with this injuries um, keeping me out like the first half of the season. And I think I only played less than ten games, full ten games this mm-hmm. season. But then uh, can't complain much. Um, God is still there. I still believe in God, and I know everything happens for a reason. Um, Super Sport have a lot of players, and they've been delivering in my absence and bringing me back in the team and believing in me, giving me the confidence and the passes and the assists to make sure that I score. I'm always grateful to play with such players. You know, Tabo, I was actually at uh, University of Pretoria over the weekend. I was watching the National Athletics Championships uh, taking place on Saturday. And, of course, directly behind the Athletics Stadium is the, is the football pitch where, where University of Pretoria were taking on Whitbank Spurs. And the weirdest thing was I thought of you because I remember your debut goal. Do you remember the goal? The free kick against Harrodsburg United in the driving rain. The weirdest thing is it's one of my one of my favourite football memories because I, I remember watching you before the game and thinking, this kid has seriously got to put some meat on those bones. How could he even kick the ball? And then with the rain coming into you, you managed to hit that ball with such venom. Uh, I mean, when you go back to the very beginning of your career, do you do you remember those early moments? I remember very well. I remember like it was yesterday, um, 87th minute. Um, I came on on the 85th minute, 87th yeah. minute, there was a free kick. I remember the captain at the time, they were me, I told everyone to step away from the ball. I should take it. And I was wondering, where, have you, where has he ever seen me take a free kick before? <laughs> but then uh, he, I don't know where, but he, he believed in me. And I remember Shahid was at goal for Marysburg at the time. Yeah. And... With the rain and with the wall, there was a big wall, I remember very well, if I'm not mistaken. There was a very big wall. That Marysburg was a big wall. But then I managed to, to score and I couldn't believe it even till this day when I remember when I think of that goal, I just still I'm still amazed and I'm still grateful to the world from Yahi for letting me take that reach. I tell you, it's still one of those uh, weird footballing memories that sticks with me uh, throughout. So, uh, yeah, I remember that goal very, very clearly indeed. Anyway, time is against us, Tabo. It's great to chat to you again. Certainly well done on uh, on those two goals that helped Supersports United through. And I certainly wish you everything uh, of the best as you uh, as you finish the season and chase that top eight finish. Thank you very, very much, Dwayne, for having me. And thank you for, for giving me this opportunity to talk to your listeners. I'd like to wish each and everyone a happy week and uh, may God bless everyone. SABC3 brings you The Mavericks, a lifestyle entertainment series that meets South Africa's most successful entrepreneurs as they take on new challenges. Greg Crick is an award-winning actor with over 40 screen credits. He embarks on an extensive PR campaign for the launch of his 10 Hollywood movies for 2018, including Samson. Find out what it takes for him to stay at the top as one of South Africa's greatest exports. Don't miss Greg on the Mavericks this Monday, 19 March at 8.30. SABC3. SAFM Sports Wrap. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader, eight minutes to seven on uh, SFM. Let's uh, continue talking football now. Mamelodi Sundowns claiming a very impressive uh, win over Rwanda's Ryan Spore in the second leg of their CAF Champions League tie this uh, weekend. So they too advance in uh, continental club football. I'm delighted to welcome on the line one of the stars of the show for Mamelodi Sundowns, the midfield man who's known as Sugar Tiani Mabunda. Thanks for joining us. Uh, good evening. Good evening, Dwayne, and thank you for the listeners for tuning in to SAFM. Right. How are you today? I'm tired and grumpy. I mean, I'm very well, thank you, Tiani. How are you? <laughs> uh, 
Um, listen, buddy, let's, let's talk about this match. I mean, so many missed chances early on. It was one of those matches where I thought at the beginning, oh, my word, this is going to be one of those where Sundowns dominates and doesn't score. Did, did, did they ever sort of cross your mind that this is going to be one of those games for you? Yeah, you know, uh, we, we had to say a similar a similar situation in uh, in Rwanda, but uh, you could you, you could see from the from the desire from the from the boys that uh, we really wanted to go through, and uh, missing those early chances was really uh, giving us a problem because, uh, like you say, we were beginning to wonder whether is it going to be one of those games whereby we miss a lot of chances and then end up losing the game. But uh, I'm grateful that uh, the goals came and uh, we managed to to go through to the next round. Yeah, group stages, third year in succession. Very, very impressive achievement and uh, an unprecedented one by a South African team. You must be proud. Yeah, we're very proud to always do the best that we can in order for for us to, to keep the, the South African flag flying high in the continental stage. And uh, it, it's really an honor for us to be back in contention to, to reclaim the crown of being... African champions. Yeah, the problem though is that it means it's going to be no off season for you in three years. I mean, there, there, there must be a part where you you start to actually miss having time off, spending time with the family, going away for a significant break that surely you deserve after such great football. Yes, that is true. Uh, we we just going for the I think it's the third year running without having any off season. But uh, and it is true that we miss our families. We miss spending time with family and, and enjoying. But I think it's better this year because uh, there's a World Cup. It's going to give us a little bit of a break and uh, we can be able to spend time with family and friends and, and enjoy some good time before we get back to the job at hand. Yeah, true enough. At least, uh, at least of course, the uh, the group stages doesn't continue throughout the World Cup, so there is a little bit of time for you to be had. But, I mean, on the point of that, there are many people that talk about fatigue. They throw that word around when it comes to footballers. But uh, Mamelodi Sundowns as a team have really showed no signs of fatigue when, to be fair, you would be the one team that would have uh, have it if, if, if it were to be experienced by any footballers in this country. Uh, has there been, I mean, we know there's proper management and man management and player management by, uh, by Mamelodi Sundowns as a club, but, I mean, ha- have there been any experiences where you've had to go to the coach and say, look, can we have a week off or can we have a few days off or anything like that? I think uh, this, the, the word fatigue just comes as, I believe, it's just an excuse when people begin to, to lose uh, their their direction in what they're doing. Uh, because if you look at the, the teams in Europe, they play week in, week out, they play national team, they play Champions League, they play their respective leagues, and uh, the players never get to, to be called and told that they're fatigued. And it's all in the mind, and it's all up to a player. Whether you're willing to be a professional and continue doing what you said you want to do, and... Only the, the, the best and the tough can survive in this industry. And this is why Mamelodi Sundowns are, are top of the Absa Premiership log and indeed into a uh, well-placed at least to go on and, and win another CAF Champions League title. There's still a little bit of a route to, to go, of course. But in, in terms of local league, uh, Tiani, uh, you find yourselves top of the Absa Premiership standings. You've got a game in hand on Orlando Pirates, but they are only one point behind you now. Uh, is, is this one of those where it is going to be a, a sort of tight finish to the season and you are focusing one game at a time to, to the end of it? Yes, that is true. You can see that uh, Orlando Pirates are just one point behind us. Uh, we have a game in hand, but that doesn't uh, 
necessarily give us three points. We still have to play the game and win the game. And uh, it's, 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 it's one of those seasons whereby it's, it's exciting to watch until the end, whereby uh, the followers of football get to experience what they, 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 they look for in football uh, in the country. And uh, for us to be at the top, it's, it's really by the grace of God, because as you said, we've been uh, on a three-year run without any rest. And yet we still compete at the at the highest level. We compete for all honors in the continent. We com- compete for all co- all, all honors uh, locally. So it's just uh, one of those leagues whereby you wait until the end to see who who uh, clinches the title. Yeah, on that point, though, I mean, you're still challenging on three fronts at the moment. You're obviously in the CAF Champions League. You're in uh, the Nedman Cup as well. And you're still top of the absolute Premiership standing. So a chance of perhaps in this uh, in this year of winning at least three titles. Uh, I mean, it, it's a rather pleasing position to to be in. But how important would something like the Nedbank Cup be for you when you consider that uh, you were eliminated in the first round of both the MTN8 and Telkom Knockout? Yes, you know, uh, we, we just uh, made, 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 made peace with the fact that we, 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 we lost in the first round for both the MTN8 and the Telkom knockout, and uh, we just want to get as many cups under our belt as we can this season because uh, we never won anything last season. We never won any cup domestically, so we want to get back to the feeling of also dominating not only continentally but also at home. And uh, we are looking forward to to, to winning uh, as many cups as we can in within this short space of time. Just very, very briefly, uh, when, when, when you saw Tiarima, when you saw uh, um, Usain Bolt training with uh, with you guys, obviously a great honour for for anybody to to meet Usain Bolt. But uh, when you saw him training, was uh, was was Percy Tao quicker than uh, than the Usain Bolt with his uh, with his togs on? <laughs> you know, you know, for <laughs> us to be able to have that uh, that experience to to train with Usain Bolt, he's a legend. He's he's, he's uh, the most. Uh, Influential uh, athlete uh, in, in 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 worldwide sports. Uh, I believe that uh, it was only Grace that put us there. And yeah, you could say uh, in the football field is a totally different uh, industry compared to where he usually dominates. Uh, he he also said uh, we too quick for him, which was a shock because we expect him to be quicker than us. But it's a totally different ball game when it comes to football and. Uh, how, how how sharp and quick are your are your reactions? Yeah, Not indeed. like where he has to just. But it's. It was a great experience. All good. Well, uh, Tiana Mabuna, unfortunately, time against us. We're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much for your time this evening. Well done on the uh, Champions League uh, advancing. Uh, and indeed, best of luck when you return to the league as well. That's uh, Tiana Mabuna of Mamalodi Sundowns. Uh, time for us to say goodbye. We're out of here. Nalid Muleo, Criselda Dudamasha, up after the news with a talk show. But from the team tonight, producer Leolum Kalipi, sound engineer, Finis Ndoba, and me, Dwayne Delocca. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.